This is IGN. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. This is IGN. Coming to America Review by Zaki Hassan. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Coming to America is now available exclusively on Amazon Prime. Back in the summer of 1989, CBS aired a one-and-done TV pilot for a proposed Coming to America TV series. Following on from the then-recent feature in starring Tommy Davidson as Tariq, younger brother of the movie's Prince Akeem, with Paul Bates reprising his role as manservant Oha. I only bring the TV show up because its mere existence assures that Coming to America is not the worst follow-up to the original film. That's right. 33 years later, Eddie Murphy is back in his royal finery for a belated sequel whose title is the most original thing about it. And while it's nice to see Murphy give his Zamundan accent another whirl alongside returning co-stars Arsenio Hall, Sherry Headley, and James Earl Jones, the resultant effort is painless enough but feels less like an essential add-on to a fairly beloved original than a by-the-numbers byproduct of Hollywood's insatiable appetite for pumping out pre-existing brands in slightly new configurations. Making its debut this week on Amazon Prime, Coming to America picks up 30 years after Prince Akeem tied the knot with his American love, Lisa. Now the proud father of three girls, Akeem is getting ready to ascend to the throne himself. However, when Akeem learns he fathered a child during his visit to Queens that one time, before he met Lisa, mind you, the traditional Zamundan order of kingly succession is potentially thrown into disarray. And with an impending invasion from neighboring Nextoria, led by Wesley Snipes' General Izzy on his mind, Akeem once more hops a plane to the States alongside trusted aide Semi. Hall to bring his long-lost son Lavelle, Jermaine Fowler, and Lavelle's mom, and Akeem's one-time, one-night stand, Mary, played by Leslie Jones, back to Zamunda to educate them in the royal ways. What follows is the usual fish-out-of-water antics, albeit in reverse, with Lavelle struggling to adapt to Zamundan life, while finding himself maneuvered into the same kind of arranged marriage his pop tried to avoid 30 years ago. To the film's credit, there are some fun bits interspersed throughout, thanks to the likable Fowler and dependable Jones and Tracy Morgan along for the ride as Lavelle's uncle. But the shame of it is that Murphy re-teaming with his I Am Dolomite director Craig Brewer, working from a script by, among others, blackish creator Kenya Barris, offered the promise of more. Sadly, Headley's Lisa is the character who feels more left by the wayside in the various plot machinations, and it's jarring to see the character who was the entire focus of Akeem's story the first time shunted off to the side like a glorified supporting character. While there is a very much appreciated effort to reframe some of the first film's more glaringly sexist tropes from a post-millennium perspective, what Coming to America proves more than anything is how treacherous the terrain can be when making comedy sequels. More often than not, they sidestep working to create their own laughs in favor of continuing comedic riffs begun in the initial entry. It's the cinematic equivalent of playing Freebird to a full house, and it's also where the Austin Powers and Meet the Parents sequels fell down. Remember McDowell's Restaurant? Now they're open in Zamunda! And look, there's Akeem's would-be bride from the first one, Vanessa Bell Calloway, still barking like a dog. 
And the Queen's Barbershop Trio, played by Murphy, Hall, and Clint Smith, is back too, along with lusty Reverend Brown, played by Hall. The whole movie goes like that, with any attempt at a fully formed story taking a backseat to a roster of familiar faces and places aimed at firing the nostalgia neurons of its audience. This isn't to say it's not fun to see, mind you. After all, how could it not be fun having Murphy and Hall back in makeup as the various characters they played in addition to their Zamundan alter egos, or to see John Amos and Louis Anderson back working at McDowell's, but too often coming to America feels like a checklist of familiar elements, deemed necessary to bring back or risk the ire of longtime fans asking, hey, whatever happened to... Sadly, we miss out an encore from Eric LaSalle as Jerry curled Daryl. To some extent, this is understandable after 30-plus years of that first film's gags taking on iconic status. But the whole thing takes on a very Brady Christmas vibe after a while, with the eager desire to replay familiar beats robbing the sequel of its freshness. Akeem having an American son he never knew about isn't so much a natural outgrowth of where the original left off than a necessary sop to the sequel gods, to allow a different but similar refresh of the premise. It tells you something that the screenwriters felt necessary to concoct an entire lost scene existing between the frames of the original, complete with some impressive Marvel-style de-aging CGI on Murphy and Hall, to make the essential story beat work. And even then, it only does so because of the game efforts from both Murphy and Fowler, who I've enjoyed since his run on the short-lived CBS sitcom Superior Donuts. Both actors are great together and deserved a better canvas to act against. The Verdict Coming at the tail end of a remarkable run of box office success for Murphy during the 1980s, Coming to America has remained a fairly beloved entry in the star's catalog, even this many years later, so it's easy to see why home studio Paramount pulled the trigger on this second installment. Murphy remains in fine form, as does Hall, and while there's little else in this sequel to justify its existence as anything other than a decades-too-late cash grab, there's something to be said for the simple pleasures of visiting with Akeem and the other inhabitants of Zamunda once again. Coming to America gets an okay 6 out of 10. Technology is moving so fast, it feels like you need the latest self-driving car designed by the most advanced robot to keep up. But you don't need artificial intelligence to tell you. State Farm has surprisingly great rates on car insurance. It's the coverage you need at a price that fits your budget. No robots required. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.